What's up, everyone? This is Lan here with another episode of Cheeseheads Weekly. It is July 25th, uh, the day before the Packers start training camp here. Uh, they'll be starting tomorrow, July 26th. It's a Wednesday. And uh, you can check out um, the dates on their official website, Packers.com. Um, the official dates, you know, for media... Um, the days that are open for media, the practices, and uh, different things, joint practices, and then uh, preseason games. Um, so you can, yeah, you can look at that and uh, see uh, what, when they're going to be practicing, and uh, so you can keep up with everything. I will say this: this episode is being pre-recorded, so I have no idea what news is happening. Uh, at this point in time um, for you all because I am recording this um, about a week or a little more than a week, a week and a half before this is actually happening. So yes, it is July 25th for you guys, a Tuesday or after, whenever, depending on when you're listening. But for me, um, it is not. So we're going on vacation um here for for uh, almost two weeks and so i have to uh pre-record some episodes to make sure you guys still have content every tuesday uh so here we are and we're going to do a training camp preview since it's the day before training camp uh we do have the q a and polls on spotify you can check those out those are a lot of fun uh so participate in those uh, we also have a link in the description to send in a voice message. You can send in a question, uh, disagreement, agreement with anything I say here and uh, maybe even topics you want to see in the show in the future. Um, the show is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Pandora. New episodes are out every single Tuesday, uh, except lately it seems like we've had a few on Wednesday, but... Um, it's supposed to be Tuesday, normally, um, it is Tuesday. Hit the bell on Spotify to be notified when a new episode comes out, and maybe you can hit, there's a bell on some of the other platforms as well. I haven't looked at those that closely, because I normally use Spotify. Uh, tell your friends about the show, that's very important. Also, you can rate the show, that's always helpful as well. Thank you for, um, those of you that have done that, I know of some people who have and it's good to see all that so let's dive right into our training camp preview here um uh so i'm gonna go over each position group here um tell you who i think are kind of go an overview of each position group what i think we're gonna do and if you check out my website um hopefully um i will have a um a before training camp 53-man roster prediction. I'll modify my prediction from before and uh, stick that out there because a few things have changed in my mind for that. Um, And so you can see a 53-man roster prediction there. I'm not going to actually go over that totally here. Um, I mean, you probably could get an idea, but it's better just to have a visual of that anyway. So you can check out the website over at Cheeseheads Weekly. Um, sorry, greatcove.net slash cheeseheads, and, um, uh, 
just you can check it out there are different blog posts and I uh, hope I'll have that one out as well um so we'll start with um offense and so we'll go quarterback obviously first the only lock here is Jordan Love as we all know the players on the bubble um would be Sean Clifford and Danny Etling to this point it's possible they sign a veteran um it's I would say it's a 50-50 chance they do that at this point. I certainly don't consider it likely, but I wouldn't say it's unlikely either. Um, it's possible they do. I'd say I'd maybe lean lean slightly uh, toward toward them not signing a veteran quarterback, but we don't really know that at this point, um, and it's quite possible here before training camp um, that they'll sign someone. And obviously someone could be signed that I have no idea who it is because I'm talking, you know, before, a good bit before training camp when um, those of you hearing this, training camp has basically started. So um, I guess you guys will know that um, before I tell you it. Um, so... As far as who's going to make the roster, I expect probably Sean Clifford. Um, and I'd say Sean Clifford makes the roster even if they do sign a veteran. Either way, I think he does just because he's a draft pick. I think they're very high on him. He's been taking second-team reps um, in the off-season program. So I expect him to definitely be on the 53-man roster. So it's possible I maybe should have put him as a lock. But I think, I mean, there's always that outside chance he's not on the roster. My guess is he is. The only way he would not be is if they sign a veteran and don't have room for a third quarterback. But uh, I'd say if they don't sign a veteran, it'll be Jordan Love and Sean Clifford, Danny Etling, maybe on the practice squad. As far as players to watch during camp, um, as far as out of the locks category, obviously Jordan Love. All eyes are on Jordan Love. Um, we all want to see how he progresses, you know, um, through training camp, preseason, and then uh, the start of the regular season. So uh, definitely you're going to want to keep your eyes on Jordan Love. And the player on the bubble to watch is pretty obviously Sean Clifford. Um, he has shown a little bit, flashed a little bit, which is good to see. Um, definitely a good teammate, Jordan Love also. Um teammates have been have spoken very highly of him of his leadership abilities um he seems to be a very good leader um so yeah sean clifford keep your eyes on him because if the packers have to call on someone other than jordan if jordan goes down or something it it's going to be sean clifford likely and uh so we'll pretty much we're we're wanting to see if he can handle um being a starter in a pinch if need be uh, on to running back, the locks are obviously Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, players on the bubble, Tyler Goodson, Patrick Taylor, Lou Nichols III, Emmanuel Wilson, and Henry Pearson, who is a fullback. Um, at this point, Emmanuel Wilson and Henry Pearson look like practice squad candidates. It is highly unlikely they will not be making the roster. Uh, pretty much the third, it's um, between Goodson, Taylor, and Nichols. Um, as to who will win the number three running back spot. Um, so far through, 
Um, OTAs, it's looked like Tyler Goodson. Um, he's really been flashing every single year. Last year he was flashing. This year he is. Um, people have been talking about him. Um, just looks really explosive and plays really hard in practice and uh, definitely is working hard to try to earn himself a roster spot um, as a priority undrafted free agent from, uh, what was it, last year. Um, yeah, definitely, he's he's a very good player, um, I'd say, for an undrafted free agent, so it should be fun watching him, watching this battle play out. Patrick Taylor um, has the experience of uh, being in that role before, and the reason being, uh, Ben Sermon's running back coach has said this before, it's a, it comes down to a lot of other things. Third running back is not going to actually be rushing much. Um, so we're looking for a guy that can pass block, that can play special teams. So far, Goodson has not. He's taken some reps with maybe with the kick returners. Um, he's not going to be the kick returner, though, if Nixon's out there. He might be down. He's pretty far down the list for kick returner. So... Um, that's not likely to be his role. He's got to find a role on special teams, likely, if he wants to win this spot. Um, so we'll have to keep our eye on him. Um, Nichols, um, his advantage is pretty much that he's a draft pick. He's not. He's been kind of quiet through camp, dropped a pass or two. So, um, but he is a draft pick, and Goody likes to keep his draft picks on the roster. Um, so it should be interesting to see how this plays out. Um, as far as players to watch during camp, I would say the player on lock to watch would be A.J. Dillon. This guy um, hasn't really totally broken out. He's flashed a lot. Um, he looks like a very serviceable serviceable back, um, a great number two back. Or maybe I should say a pretty good number two back. I mean, for most teams, he would be a, a good number two back for sure. But... Um, he needs to learn to keep his balance on the second level a little bit. Um, sometimes he just looks like he's kind of lumbering around, and uh, I'd like to see him get a little bit more explosive and just be able to shoot through gaps and um, not just have to bruise his way down the field three yards at a time. Um, so A.J. Dillon is definitely the guy to watch to, as he enters a contract year. Um, definitely would li love to see him get better, and hopefully he can earn himself a second contract with um, Packers or someone else. Um, so, but he seems to be a great teammate. Um, not much of an ego there, which I really like. Um, it's content to be the number two back behind him, behind Jones, and him and Jones are very good friends. So I really like him as a as a Packer. I uh, just like to see him get a little bit better in some areas. Maybe as a pass catcher, he could improve a little bit as well. Uh, so that's my player. To watch there, player on the bubble to watch is definitely Tyler Goodson. He's he's always the guy that's uh, fun to watch in camp um, that people are talking about, um, or at least he has been the last two years, or last year, and probably this year, this year so far through the o through OTAs and everything. So um, it should be fascinating to see if he can secure that job over guys like Nichols and Taylor, who have experience and you know high. Or sorry, not high, but the draft capital, the draft pick there in Nichols, um, definitely um, is what is working against him. So it should be interesting to see what Goodson can do and to see if he can earn that role on special teams. 
Moving on to wide receiver, our locks are Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Jaden Reed, and Samori Toure. Some would say Samori Toure is not exactly a lock. I He pretty much is. He's gotten reps with the ones. Um, him and Jaden Reed have kind of alternated as far as the number three receiver on the field. Uh, he could see some time in the slot this year. Um, and people... Uh, he's been brought up unprompted I don't know how many times by different Packers coaches um, it sounds like he's put on some weight and he just looks really good um, and that's great to hear he flashed a little bit did catch a touchdown pass a really nice one um, from Rodgers against the Bills um, very very um, very fun player and I'm really excited to see what he can do um Players on the bubble is Dontavian Wicks, Grant DuBose, Malik Heath, Bo Melton, Jeff Cotton, Deuce Watts, and Jadakiss Bonds. Um, the guys who will not make likely not will not make the roster, uh, Jeff Cotton, Deuce Watts, and Jadakiss Bonds. Um, Pretty much, Dontavian Wicks is pretty close to a lock, but I couldn't quite put him on the locks because he didn't get a ton of time during OTAs. He was injured some of the time. Um, not always on the practice field, but um, I have a lot of I have high hopes for him. I'm sure the Packers do as well. I expect him to be on the roster. The guys who I would consider really on the bu- bubble and that are kind of battling for that sixth spot Likely only the sixth spot, although it's possible they keep seven. Um, Grant DuBose, Malik Heath, and Bo Mountain. Um, so, Grant DuBose is playing catch-up. Likely, I expected him to make the roster um, as that sixth receiver, just because he's a draft pick and everything. I liked him coming out of college. But, um, I don't... It's... He didn't practice at all during OTAs. He's injured. He's, got, he's playing catch-up. Uh, Matt LaFleur said so. Um, said as much that he will be playing catch-up. Um, and also, guys like Malik, Malik Heath have flashed. Malik Heath has made a play about every single day um, that was open to the media. Every single practice open to the media. He made a big play, big catch, whatever. Um, he's not been, like, really consistently targeted. He did see a little bit of time with the ones at one point as well. And, yeah, I think uh, Malik Keith um, is definitely a guy to keep an eye on. He is my guy, my player to watch on the bubble. It's Malik Keith. Could he sneak in um, on the roster ahead of Grant DuBose, the draft pick? Um, that's pretty much what it is at this point. And uh, Bo Melton is the other guy I mentioned. Um, I'd say it's a little bit of a long shot for him to get on, um, unless they keep a seventh receiver. I wouldn't mind having him on. I think he has great speed, could be a great gadget guy, but other than that, um, he hasn't made a whole lot of noise in OTAs. It should be interesting to see what he does in camp, but the guy to watch is definitely Malik Heath um, out of that group, and the player on lock to watch is Jaden Reed. I thought about putting Samori Toure. I mean, to be honest, all these guys I'm really excited to watch just to see them build rapport with Jordan Love. Um, Samori Toure, I thought about putting him on there. But um, Jaden Reed is kind of an unknown at this point. I mean, we saw what he did in college. I'm very high on him. I think the Packers are as well. 
Um, but um, it'd be interesting to see what he can do. Um, not a lot of noise at all. We did not hear Jaden Reed, anything about Jaden Reed, really, um, from OTA stuff. Um, very quiet. And so I would like to see him make some noise here during training camp in the preseason. And I'm excited to see him um, during preseason once the pads come on and everything. Watch him play. Uh, let's move on to tight end. The locks are Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, Josiah DeGuara. Players on the bubble are Tyler Davis, Austin Allen, and Cameron McDonald. So Austin Allen and Cameron McDonald are undrafted free uh, agents. Maybe... It's possible that um, Austin Allen was from a year ago. I don't really remember. I do know they're both undrafted. Um, so, yeah, the locks, Tucker Craft, um, sorry, Luke Musgrave, Tucker Craft, and Josiah DeGuara. Out of those three players, I'm very excited to watch Luke Musgrave. He made a ton of noise just with his, his size, smooth uh, movement skills just looked amazing, looked apart for sure during OTAs. It is going to be so much fun to see what he can do uh, once the pads come on, and I'm very excited to see what he can do and hopefully he can make an impact pretty early on as a big target over the middle of the field for Jordan Love in this Packers offense. Um, but also very excited to see what Tucker Craft can bring to the table as well. Um, as far as the players on the bubble, uh, probably the guy to watch would be Tyler Davis, and l it's likely he is a lock. Um, Packers have spoken highly of him in the past. He has consistently improved um, as an undrafted free agent from two or three years ago. And uh, so likely he's going to be on the roster with those other three, and that would probably be it at tight end. Um, so I don't really expect Allen or McDonald to... Um, leapfrog him in the pecking order, but you never know. Um, so that's my guy to watch there. And it would be good just to see him improve some once the pads come on and during training camp to uh, see some continued improvement um, there. And he's definitely he's a core special teamer um, for them, so I expect him to make the roster. As far as offensive line, our locks are David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Josh Myers, John Runyon Jr., Zach Tom, and Yash Nyman. The players on the bubble would be Caleb Jones, Sean Ryan, Jake Hansen, Royce Newman, Luke Tenuta, Rashid Walker, Chuck Filiaga, DJ Skyfee, Kadeem Telfort, Gene DeLance, and I apologize if I butchered some names there. Um, those guys are unlikely to make the roster, probably those last four there, but, um, uh, it should be interesting. They have, they're very deep at offensive line, um, and the main battle here is at right tackle between Zach Tom and Yash Nyman. I expect both of those to make the roster. I have both of them as locks, and I think, in all likelihood, I'd say Zach Tom wins the job. Um, this guy's versatile. He has shown so much stepping in last year um, to play at left tackle, I believe, for Bakhtiari. Um, he showed a lot there. It looks really awesome. 
and I uh, can't wait to see what he can do. And Josh Nyman is is going to be a really awesome swing tackle for them. Um, and Caleb Jones, um, my player on lock to watch, by the way, is Zach Tom. Um, for some of the reasons I mentioned, I can't wait to see what he can do. And just a very fun player for the offensive line, being able to move around a lot. Um, play, uh, and, and as far as the right tackle battle, Yash Nyman and Zach Tom pretty much split reps during OTAs there with the ones. Um, so, um, it's hard to tell exactly who's going to win. I, I do think it is going to be Zach Tom, um, the fourth round draft pick from last year the player on bubble to watch though is caleb jones this guy is an absolute monster he stands at like six seven three hundred seventy pounds maybe he's um go look go look it up yourself i'm not reading off the exact exact measurements but from what i remember that's about what it was um but don't take my word for it for sure uh I am really excited to see what he, this guy can do. He's he's taking some time with the ones when Bakhtiari wasn't out there, um, and he was the guy, um, the backup at left tackle. I'm ex- I'm very excited to see what he can do. I for sure expect him to make the roster, but nothing is set in stone yet. Um, but I think he's gonna make the roster, and uh, very excited to see what he can do at training camp. Um, if I had to guess. Packers will probably keep, I don't know, 10 or 11 linemen. I believe they kept 10 last year. Um, So it's pretty much, it's, wow. Caleb Jones, Sean Ryan, Jake Hansen, Royce Newman, Luke Tenuta, and Rasheed Walker. There's probably going to be like two of those. Um, One or two of those that does not make the roster. Should be interesting who it is. Um, I don't think Jake Hansen should make the roster, um, but it's possible he does just because he is the only real backup center we have here. Um, but some of these guys can play center, like Zach Tom, um, and I would almost feel better with Zach Tom at center than Jake Hansen, even though Zach Tom does not play a ton of center. Um... And that's not his main position, but we'll see what happens. Sean Ryan, I expect to make the roster just because he was a third-round pick, and um, they're not going to give up on him quite yet. Um, I would like to see him do something through camp and preseason as well, but we'll see what happens there. So it should be fun to see what happens between Newman, uh, Tenuta, and Walker, um, and I guess Hanson. Um, Let's go to the defense now. Um, as far as the defensive line, it's a lot easier to predict than the offensive line. Uh, our locks, um, are Kenny Clark, TJ Slayton, Devontae Wyatt, Colby Wooden, and Carl Brooks, and I would say that's probably about it for the final roster, or sorry, maybe I should say the initial roster, 53-man roster. Um, the players on the bubble are Jonathan Ford, Chris Slayton, Antonio Moultrie, and Jason Lewin. Um, so if anyone makes it, probably Jonathan Ford. Um, although Chris Slayton has made some noise in past, um, like last year, last summer. Um, Jonathan Ford looks a little bit slimmer from what I've heard. 
um, during training camp. Like he's putting in some work, but that's about as far as it's it's gone. I haven't heard him making actually some really awesome plays or anything. Um, uh, my player on lock to watch is Kobe Wooden. Um, he's he's got a lot of tools. Um, a lot of things he can do, but it's just can he put it together? Can he actually um, reach that potential? Um, that's that's what I'm looking for for him. And my player on the bubble to watch is Jonathan Ford. Uh, and by the way, Carl Brooks would by some not be considered to make the roster. I think he will. Kobe Wooden has spent some time with the ones. Brooks has not, but I think he will still make the roster. Um but Jonathan Ford, I'd like to see um, see what he can do. Maybe he'll make some noise once the pads come on, um, since we've heard a little bit about him already. Edge rusher, the locks are Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Lucas Van Ness, Kingsley Anigbari, and Justin Hollins. Now, Rashawn Gary, he's in the locks section just because if he would be, if he would happen to be healthy, Enough to make the roster, he absolutely would. <laughs> uh, but uh, we don't know the status of his injury and everything. Um, it's possible he's placed on the pup list to start the season. Um, we'll see. Um, so he's definitely a player to watch during camp. But my main player, uh, well, sorry, uh, the players on the bubble are Brenton Cox Jr., Jonathan Garvin, Ladarius Hamilton, Keyshawn Banks, and Kenneth Odomegwu. The player on lock to watch is Lucas Van Ness. He made plenty of noise during OTAs. Excited to see what he can do. Definitely looked the part and was putting pressure all over. Looked like a pretty experienced edge rusher. Um, there's this play everyone's talking about where he um, set up, set the edge against the run um, to identify it wasn't the run. Didn't didn't just go streaking after the quarterback. Um, identified that. Um, it was just play action. There was was not a handoff, and so set the edge first, and then got off the block and put pressure on the quarterback immediately. Um, very awesome play. Pads aren't on yet, so um, um, the levels um, of excitement should be low um, still at this point. But I mean, it's hard to keep them that way. I understand that, and. Uh, it's going to be really fun to see what he can do during training camp and preseason. And uh, especially if Rashawn Gary misses a, f a few games at the beginning of the season, he could find himself playing a good bit. Um, Justin Holland, some people would say, just because of his contract and everything, um, that he's not really tied to the Packers. They could very easily cut him. Uh, but he has been seeing time with the ones consistently alongside Preston Smith. Um and so I fully expect him to be on the team here, and he was a very valuable addition uh, towards the end of last year. Um, so the player on bubble to watch would be Brenton Cox Jr. Um, he's already been called out by Coach LaFleur. Um, I'm excited to see what he can do and see if he can make the roster. He's pretty much, it's pretty much be, um, it's possible especially if Rashawn Gary is good to go, that it's only um, those top five that are locks on the roster. But I think if anyone gets in, it's it's between Cox, Garvin, and Hamilton. And I would think Cox is in the lead um, for that spot if there is one. Um, so I'm very excited to see him hopefully progress, and uh, um, especially 
um, to not make any mistakes, off-field mistakes. He has a lot of talent but and would have been drafted otherwise if not for some off-field um, issues. So I'm excited and hopeful um, for his future. At inside linebacker, the locks are Devondre Campbell, Quay Walker, Isaiah McDuffie, and that's it. Players on bubble, Eric Wilson, Tariq Carpenter, and Jimmy Phillips Jr. The player on lock to watch is Quay Walker. Love to see him progress. Um, it's going to be very fun um, to see what he can do. Um, so, uh, yeah. Looking forward uh, to training camp for Quay Walker, and obviously, hopefully, he can clean up that off off field stuff. Um, the two ejections last towards the end of last year. Um, I'd love to see him clean that up and just be a really dominant player for them at the linebacker spot. Um, just to put another guy in there, Devondre Campbell. I'd like to see him step up and have a season a little bit closer to the All Pro um, season. Not as much, um, yeah, just play a little bit better than he did last year. And last year he was injured at, at one point as well. So be good to see him bounce back. A uh, player on bubble to watch would be Tariq Carpenter making the position switch from safety. Um, it's it's going to be an uphill battle for him to make the roster. He was a core special teamer last year, but so is so is Eric Wilson. And I'm not totally sure they would keep five inside linebackers. So um, it it should be interesting to see what happens. Um, it's going to be a pretty pretty nice battle between Eric Wilson and Tariq Carpenter there. Um, Jimmy Phillips would be a long shot to make the roster. Um, as far as cornerback, the locks are Jair Alexander, Rasul Douglas, Eric Stokes, Keyshawn Nixon. Obviously, we don't know about Eric Stokes. I'd say he's probably more likely than Rashawn Gary to start the season on PUP with a pretty pretty serious foot injury. Liz Frank um, had surgery in his ankle and um, knee. So, should be interesting um, to see what happens um, with him. He's definitely a guy to watch, but the guy, the main guy, I, I'm... Um, looking forward to watching is Keyshawn Nixon. He brings a bunch of energy um, to this uh, to the defense as a whole, and I look to him to keep that up. And uh, he's likely the starter, um, at least to start the season at the um, slot corner position. Very excited to see what he can do there, and uh, so. Keep your eye on Keyshawn Nixon. I expect him to make lots of plays, and uh, every time he's been called on, he has delivered. And obviously, we know that he can do it as a returner, too. And if he can do some defense, be a solid there, solid player there, and also be a great returner, he's going to get a big contract next year, um, be it with the Packers or some other team. Um, I would sure hope it is with the Packers. The players on the bubble are Carrington Valentine, Corey Valentine, Keandre Thomas, Shamar John Charles, William Hooper, Ford Tyrell. Uh, should be interesting which one of these people, these these guys here, make it. It depends sort of on Eric Stokes' status. 
and also just how many they keep. I don't remember how many they kept last year. Um, but it was probably five or six. So, it should be interesting for sure. I would say Carrington Valentine um, is definitely my player to watch. Made two plays back-to-back on uh, in coverage versus Romeo Dobbs, who has been making plays against Jair Alexander uh, during camp. It's, uh, or Sorry, not camp, OTAs. Um, so, so great to see that. I'd like to see him continue to um, show up uh, during camp preseason, and I'd love to see him earn a roster spot. I expect him to be on the roster, um, but uh, it should be interesting to see. It's it's possible he even gets some playing time next year too as a seventh round pick. Um, so we definitely want to see him um, play well throughout the summer. As far as safety goes, the locks are Darnell Savage Jr., Rudy Ford, Tarvarius Moore, and Jonathan Owens. Some people would say only Savage and Ford are locks, which could be true. It's pretty pretty wide open, but we've seen both Tarvarius Moore and Jonathan Owens get some reps with the ones. Uh, so I expect those two both to be on the roster. On the bubble is Anthony Johnson Jr., Dallin Levitt, Ennis Gaines and Benny Sapp the third. This is a fun group. I think all of these guys hold some upside, um, except for Levitt, who is a special teamer. Special teamer only. Um, please keep him that way. Um, keep him as the as that. Um, he really doesn't even need the safety label on him, to be honest. So it should be interesting how many they keep. Um, I think in the past they've kept maybe five. And so is it Anthony Johnson Jr.? Is it Dallin Levitt? Or is it Ennis Gaines? I think Benny Sapp is probably a practice squad candidate. Ennis Gaines has played some in the slot. Um, he's he's flashed. He's played quality snaps. Um, I think he very well could make the roster, could be a valuable guy there um, at safety or slot corner for them. Um, but what about Dallin Levitt, uh, the special teamer, you know, um, we know how much they are invested in the special teams, um, and then, but then Anthony Johnson Jr. is a draft pick that I think everyone's very high on, I certainly am, and he's my player on the bubble to watch, um, didn't show up a ton in OTAs, made a player too, um, I'm hoping he can continue that and just, uh, magnified a little bit, make even more plays during training camp and preseason. Player on lock to watch is Tarvarius Moore. Uh, he was flashing a little bit there in his time with the Ones. He got a little bit more time with the Ones than Owens and was flashing. Um, has a little bit of experience as a starter, as does Owens. So it should be interesting what he can do and see maybe as the season goes on, maybe he ends up being a starter if Ford doesn't um, start very strong. And same with Owens. Um, so that will do it. Um, I guess I did not address special teams. There could be some battle there. Um, at punters, Pat O'Donnell and Daniel Whelan. Daniel Whelan has shown some power. I'm pretty sure it's going to be Pat O'Donnell because he has the experience. And also, especially the experience to punt in the cold. But uh, Whelan is certainly a guy to keep your eye on. Maybe a practice squad candidate. Um, as far as kicker, 
This is Anders Carlson's job to lose at this point. Um, there's no one else on the roster, and he has flashed a little bit during OTAs. Uh, flashed a big leg um, and made connected on a lot of kicks. Um, but obviously this isn't real game um, simulation, so we'll see what he can do. And it's also not quite as cold as it will be, um, you know, down the stretch. November, December, um, in Green Bay. So it should be interesting to see what he can do. Um, could be some ups and downs in his first year, but likely he's the starting kicker. And then a long slapper, long snapper, we have Matt Orzik and Broughton Hatcher. Uh, it's likely Matt Orzik as he is a seasoned veteran, but you never know. Um, it's kind of up in the air. You never know what Hatcher will do. So um, I guess we'll we'll see what happens. So um, that is all for this episode. You can check out the Q and A's and the polls in the description. Send in a voice message and uh, check out the website um, and that 53-man roster prediction that I will have put out then. Um, thanks for listening. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. <music>